as you know. Okay, so when, when I was preparing for this, I had this thought. Um, and, and actually, I've, I've had this thought for a long time now. Think about Christianity and the things that we Christians believe. It's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, we believe that there's this God who created the world in six 24-hour days. Seriously, I mean, in this day of science, there's still people who believe that. Footnote, there over 50% of Christians now no longer believe that because we've been, okay, different subject altogether. Um, we believe in this God that's everywhere at once and yet can live on the inside of us. We believe in this God who, um, uh, create, uh, who, who knows everything we believe in this trinity, three, but it's not three gods, it's one God. I mean, even your greatest Bible scholars can't figure that one out, but we believe it. We believe that God speaks to us. You know what they call that in this day and age? A mental disorder. It's called schizophrenia. But we believe. Okay? And now we get down to Christmas. And we actually believe that a virgin gave birth to a child being impregnated by God. Really? Don't you ever wonder what that was like for Mary to tell her parents? You know? And yet, we believe it. We believe that God came down in a baby form that he was born and he was both man and God. I'm telling you this sounds like Greek mythology, you guys. <laughs> Seriously, it's fairy tales and every adult in this room believes it if you claim to be a Christian. Then we believe that that baby grew up into a man, died on the cross, forgave us all of our sins that we no longer are held accountable for our sins. We actually believe that. We can't see it, but we believe it. Then we believe, come on, that after he died, he raised from the dead three days later. Huh? But you know what? You can't even be a Christian unless you believe that God raised Jesus from the dead. Confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead and you will be saved. We believe these things. It's no wonder the world looks at us and thinks we're crazy. But now what I want to do is I want to focus on this thing we call the incarnation, where Jesus, as the Son of God, came down to earth, was born as a human baby, lived for 33 years, then died, and then rose again, and he's sitting right now at the right hand of the Father waiting to come back and get us, okay? Let's talk about this thing called the Incarnation. Has anyone ever won? You know, the reason I make such a good children's pastor or leader or whatever, because I think so simple. <laughs> I, have to, I have prayed over things like this and say, God, how do I explain this to children? because they need to know some of these things. And so as I was praying, God revealed some things, but one of the things is 
besides the fact that we are very peculiar people, is I want to take a deep dive into this whole thing. Why did Jesus have to come as a human being? Okay, now we know the whole story about Adam and Eve and how Adam's, or Adam and Eve both sinned and broke God's laws. We know that story very well, but I want us to take a little closer look at that because um, it, it has everything to do with why Jesus had to come as a human being. Now, did you ever why, wonder why that is important to the Christian faith? Because it's critical. Um, the Christmas story is really the epitome of the plan of salvation that God put together before the foundations of the world. This was not an afterthought. When man sinned and broke God's laws and sin and death came into the world, it was not an afterthought that God came up with the plan of salvation. So our question is, why such an elaborate plan? Man sinned. Okay, we get it. Why couldn't God just come down to earth as God and slap the devil's hiney <laughs> and do what he needed to do and secure our salvation? Why did he have to come as a human baby? Well, here's the point. Because Adam was a human being. And Adam was the one who sinned. Adam was the one who basically lost our salvation for us. And so according to the laws of heaven, only he was human. Only another human being could get our salvation back. Now let me explain this to you because this is still kind of a wacko concept, right? There are laws in heaven just like there's laws here on earth. And when God created man, he, he took man... And he said, okay, now man, I am giving you the authority and dominion on this earth. Now, use your imaginations in essence, because the Bible talks about keys, right? So basically, what he did is he gave Adam the keys to the earth. And now, God has to step back and just watch everything happen because it's against the laws of heaven and now on earth that God just come down, comes down and pushes his way around and makes us do what he wants us to do. Because in making man, even though God is sovereign, in making man, he gave man a free will. That's how we're in the mess that we're in today. God never interferes with your decisions no matter how stupid and no matter how destructive they are to you or other people, God will not interfere with our free will. Adam had every right to do what he did. What did he do? Well, he talked to this snake, him and his wife Eve, and they believed him over God. So what happened in that moment, because remember now, Adam has authority and dominion on this earth, okay? And so what in essence happened, I need a devil. Will you be my devil? 
<laughs> the deceiver, the great deceiver. It looks a little feminine, don't you think? I think it's very fitting. He's bisexual. There you go. <laughs> okay. So what happened was Satan talked them in to disobeying God. Now, it, there's no scripture that says that when they disobeyed God, they gave the keys of the kingdom to the devil. Okay? But there is a scripture that says Jesus said that Satan is the God of this world. How and when did he become the God of this world? It's when man gave his authority over to the devil. Think of it this way. Is God still sovereign? Yeah, he's absolutely sovereign. But he's kind of like a landlord. How many of you rent an apartment or whatever? You know, a lot of people rent. A lot of us here are homeowners. But think about the landlord. He owns a property, a rental property. And he signs a contract with someone to rent his house. Now, during that contract, that landlord has no authority to just walk into that house, go into the refrigerator, move the furniture around, or sit down and watch TV. We call that breaking and entering. Okay? He has no authority. Does he have the power? Yes. But he has no authority. As long as that human has a contract, he is officially in charge and has authority over that house. That's what God did when he made man and gave us dominion over the earth. Now, every analogy falls short somewhere, okay? We still have authority. But, um, but the point is that Satan became the god of this world. And so, this is why... This, okay, now i got to jump to another analogy, okay? Because this will help you understand why Jesus had to come. Okay, we got this much this far. So why did Jesus have to come? Here in Bismarck, we have an interesting uh, group of high schools. We've got the St. Mary's Saints, and we've got the Bismarck Demons, okay? <laughs> and sometimes they play with each other. And so in our imagination right now, we're going to say there's two teams... Two high school teams, the demons and the saints. And the demons are winning. Okay? So, in our imagination, God had no authority, no legal right whatsoever to just jump down here on earth and get on that high school football team and begin to battle against the demons. That would have been illegal according to the rules of high school football. Okay? He couldn't do it. There's only one kind of person that could get on that team and defeat the opposition. That would be another high school kid. Okay? So when Jesus came down here on earth and put on a human body, he then also had authority on this earth as a human being. And so he could then fight on our behalf. So it wasn't just this arbitrary, elaborate plan 
you know, with so much drama attached to it, there was a reason he had to come down as a human baby and then grow up and all the rest. And in essence, now, again, there's no one scripture that says that, but you can put several scriptures together and come up with this analogy. Basically, when this human being slash God, all human, all God, there's another um, Greek mythology for you, right? Um, but this is what we believe. When this human being came down to earth and died on the cross, he broke the back of the power of the enemy. Now, the only power the enemy has is what we give him. That's right. Okay? But what Jesus did, in essence, is he went down to hell and he said, the keys, please. <laughs> and he turned around and gave the keys back to man. Wow. And that's the story of Christmas and why Jesus had to come to earth as a human baby. Amen. Okay? Amen. Awesome. Amen. All right, that's all I have. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yes, yes.